what up you know what it is you know who it is you know what time it is um uh this is my first time uh recording myself and making a podcast so please bear with me um for any uh glitch twitches etc etc um this first episode i really just wanted to come on here and just tell y'all a little bit about myself um i mean i know a lot of y'all who listen and probably kind of know me um probably from work or school or um something of the sort um but i just wanted to kind of get on here and just you know give my little quick you know 10 facts about me um introductory uh type of spiel um and so yeah so let's get into it so um i am or was sorry (laughs) born and raised in wilmington delaware um for up until like high school um that's where i resided 302 what up um i love my home state it is a very very small state um but i feel like it has a lot of it's home um and i feel like it definitely has a lot of talent and a lot of um i guess opportunity for innovation that's what i will say because i think that there's a lack of opportunity however that breeds you know more avenues for people to try to find you know um either what they're good at their career path um you know anything of the sort like the hobbies even um so yeah um i haven't lived in delaware since about like 2016 um so yeah i moved to maryland um in 2016 um i moved close i'm not gonna tell you guys exactly what city um but i live close to baltimore i live about 25 minutes from downtown baltimore um so i'm not too too close and i'm not too too far either um i actually really love baltimore a lot of people don't a lot of people are scared of it a lot of people i think have a lot of misconceptions as well about baltimore but i actually really enjoy baltimore a lot of great art a lot of great music great food i mean i really i enjoy it um i enjoy maryland in general i would say i really enjoy um living in maryland in general um so yeah so as far as my i'm sorry i'm kind of hopping all over the place a little bit i realize now but anyway we're going to continue on (laughs) um my as far as my educational background goes um i went to i spent some time at ai high school um in wilmington and then i transferred to so okay so my freshman year I went to AI um, and then I finished the rest of my freshman year at Dover High. And then for 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, I went to um, a school called Caesar Rodney CR Riders um, in Camden, Delaware. Um, good school. Um, I enjoyed my time there. I felt like I, I guess as anybody, like you're not like who you are, you know, yet. 
Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, I came out in high school. Woo <laughs> um, I was 16 um, when I came out as lesbian, I guess for technical term analogy i don't really use that word i really say gay honestly like if i'm describing myself I'd be like yeah i'm gay or you know i say gay really i mean i really don't i'm not like that stickler of a person about like um you know being politically correct you know um as far as that goes and for those of you i don't know anybody um who's listening to this who wouldn't know that but um surprised if you didn't <laughs> um so yeah so i came out of high school when i was 16. um i came out to my mom um and for those of you who are wondering um how that went it actually went great like it actually went pretty smooth overall um i really don't have like any like horror stories or like you know complaints or anything i guess about my whole coming out experience actually i'm going to make a podcast um a separate episode excuse me a separate episode with with my mom um about that about my coming out story so that you guys can hear um both sides of that story so yeah so i'm gonna record an episode later on and you guys will get a chance to dive into that um more in depth but overall i would say it was a good experience um i can't really i i can't really pinpoint anything that was like you know um i guess a major thing i think of course like any parent i think my mom had to come around to her own like i guess acceptance and or realization uh, of my sexuality um and yeah but i would say overall now we i mean we've been great but i think our relationship has actually gotten a bit better you know um since i came out um and that was uh, over 10 years ago at this point so yeah um i will say that i had a great i can't unfortunately um that is not always the case in the lgbtqia whatever other additional letters you want to add on to our community um unfortunately that is not always the case for members um within the community and so I am really grateful and thankful that not only my mom, but I think that my entire family really embraced me, I would say. Um, I've brought, I've, of course, I'm not one to bring home multiple people, but, um, you know, or I'm not one to like repeat, you know, back to back, bring home women or anything like that. But, um, you know, the individuals that I have or the women that I have brought, you know, home, you know, or to family functions thus far, I uh, have been welcomed just the same as a man would in a heterosexual relationship. Um, so they've been, you know, my partners have been very, very, you know, welcomed and embraced by my family. So I think I'm grateful for that as well. Um, and it was never with my family. I would say on both sides, my mom's side and my dad's side. It was never really a converse. I never came out to anyone. I never sat. The only person I really like came out to was my mom. That's it. Nobody else in my life that I like have a sit down conversation or anything like that and be like, hey, I'm gay. You know, like I never had that conversation with any of my family other than my mom. Um, it was kind of more of a, this is how I'm showing up in the world and, um, this is what it is like. And I don't think, I think 
I don't at, at the time and even now I just think like I didn't feel like that was really necessary I guess for me to like sit down and have a whole long kind of drawn out conversation of like hey I'm gay what do you think I don't know like or not what do you think but and I know that that's not you know um why people come out or you know anything like that but I think that kind of inadvertently goes along with it um you know so and I don't think that I, I didn't I, I mean I didn't care and I still don't care <laughs> I hate to sorry but I hate to say it like that um but yeah I kind of didn't care and I don't really care about people's opinion so I think that is an also a huge reason why I really didn't like have this whole like sit down conversation with members of my family or anything like that um like I said, it was more so like I just in high school um, is when I started dressing more masculine. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would come around my family like that, my extended family. And, it, you know, it was fine. Um, I think that, um, you know, it just sort of all kind of worked together. Um, I, like I said, I just kind of was like, hey, this, this, you know, just I'm presenting in the world. And then when I did get into a relationship or relationships, I should say, during the course of, you know, um, my life, <laughs> um, you know, some, of course, not every single person I brought home, but like I said, the individuals that I did bring home, it was, they were welcomed with open arms. I don't really feel like it was any ever really awkward. It was never really awkward or anything like that. Uh, I can't, honestly, I can't think of one incident or like one thing that has ever happened that, that made me feel uncomfortable about my sexuality around my family. So I will definitely, 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 I definitely feel very um, blessed to have had that experience and to have that experience, excuse me. Um, and to any of my family who is listening to this, um, I appreciate you. Um, I love you. And I thank you for just accepting me as me. And yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Um, so as far as so I think I went through high school. Yeah. So anyway, so moving on with the high school in Delaware, then I um, end up going to college i end up going to college in virginia i end up going to a school called virginia westland um if you guys are familiar with virginia it's about maybe 20 minutes from like norfolk state 25 30 minutes maybe 25 minutes from odu old dominion university if you guys are if um you guys are familiar with um either of those schools um to give you kind of a relation of where um, my school, Virginia Wesleyan, was. But yeah, I spent four years there, Virginia Beach, Norfolk area, and it was the absolute best four years of my life. Um, if I could do it again, I definitely would. Um, I don't even know that I would do anything differently, I suppose, um, because I feel like my college experience was so good that I think that adding or subtracting or whatever the case may be would tank that experience. Um, but I definitely would do it again. It was definitely a phenomenal experience. Um, it's interesting because I feel like when before I went to school, 
I wasn't really the involved. I wasn't really like involved. I wasn't like, and my and I don't feel like my high school really offered a lot, a lot. I mean, you were either in sports or I think there were maybe some type of academic clubs. I'm not even really sure. I can't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> um, but yeah, those were like your only two options: sports and maybe the handful the five or so you know academic clubs that they might have had at the time so you know slim pickings um there so i really wasn't involved um after i got to college though anybody who's listening to this who went to college with me you know um i was involved in a lot like oh my gosh i don't even want to rattle it off because it was so much but i guess i'll just go through like the main ones um I was heavily involved in community service a lot. I actually worked in the department. I mean, I was kind of like a volunteer in the um, the the um, student services office, um, and, or the community service office. Duh, what am I talking about? I'm sorry, the community service office. Um, and then um, first I was like a volunteer, um, you know, volunteering for a lot of the programs and um, you know activities that were going on. Um, and then in my junior and senior year, I kind of took on more of a leadership role in which I was more so organizing a lot of the volunteer events. Um, I have a passion for um, health related things um, such as HIV AIDS. Um, I'll get into why that is the case probably in another um, episode. But anyway, um, I was heavily involved in a lot of the volunteer work having to do with um, the HIV AIDS um, disease. Um, in regard to that. Um, also a lot of work with children um, with the with the community service office and Miss Diane, oh my gosh, that was my baby. Miss Diane, anybody, if you from Virginia Western and you listening to this, you know who I'm talking about. Miss Diane was my baby, y'all. Like that was the sweetest woman. Like she was very, very sweet. Very, very just student focused. Um, anything, any way she could help you, she was helping you. Um, phenomenal lady, phenomenal lady. Um, I was a resident assistant for two years. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, the, my last year, my senior, I was actually in the apartments, which, again, you're, if you're from Weston, you know what I'm talking about. Um, well, I lived in the apartments, and I shared a room with three other um, girls. Three other. One of them was my friend who I knew, um, and the other two were new. Um, because I think I had the option to pick one person. I think I had the option to pick the whole house or let some of it be random or something like that. Yeah, so I think I, like, picked the one, and then, um, and then yeah, and then the other two were randoms. So, yeah, so that was fun. Um, but, yeah, overall, so, yeah, I was a resident assistant. Like I said, I had a lot of fun. A lot of fun with that. A lot of good, I gained a lot of experience with that, too, um, I would say. So, that was fun. Of course, I cannot forget Black Student Union, of course. Squad, stand up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what the vibes is, man. I ain't like, come on, man. Stop playing with us, yo. Like, Black Student Union, y'all, we was, I'm sorry to use this language, but we was them niggas on campus, man. We was them niggas. Like, we was squad. I mean, man, stop fucking playing with us, yo. Like, so, yeah, um, we did a lot. Like, I said, I'm not even going to list. If you listen to this, you you and you went to Wesleyan, 
you know what's up. Like, you knew the vibes, you know what I mean, with Black Student Union. So, I ain't even about to speak on it, you know what I'm saying? It's already spoken for. But I'm going to just say that, um, you know, we really did a lot um, on that campus as far as raising a lot of awareness about cultural issues, diversity issues, not only in the world, but that were happening on campus as well. Um, we did a lot of work again getting hiv aids testing regularly on campus once a month um we were hosting a lot of forums a lot of panels like we were getting people we were we were college students think about it we were college students like reaching out to people in the community you know community leaders and organizers and things like that um asking them to come to our campus at 20 21 22 years old um we were young we were doing it you know so I mean, we were very, very professional. We were, like I said, man, you listening to this, shout out, if you, and you listened to it, and you was a part of Black Student Union, man, shout out to you, like, you know the vibes, you know, so, yeah, gang shit all day. Um, next, well, I think I was involved in, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I was involved in, um, oh yeah, I was involved in uh, a lot of the criminal justice departments, um, like a lot of their stuff that they had going on, like events and panels and stuff like that, so I was involved in a lot of that, um, and yeah, and I was heavily into my books, you know, in, in college, I was about academics, you know. Yeah, I probably did a little drinking, you know what I'm saying, in the room or something like that, my friends or whatever. I might pop out to a party every now and again, but you wasn't catching me at no parties, like, regularly, like, none of that. Like, if anything, like I said, I was, if anywhere you could find me, probably was the library or um, another building on campus named Clark. Um, so, yeah, like, those were the two places you could find me, you know, for real, for real, or in the cafeteria eating. Or, honestly, I was so busy, like, my schedule, like, I was really busy in college. Like, I was a busy-ass student. Like, as far as not only my academics, but just the things that I was involved in, um, yeah, I really had. Then also, again, taking care of myself, my personal, you know, my mental health, my hygiene, things like that. You know, that take up, you know, my day was start 7 o'clock. I'm not getting in it prior to the next morning, honestly. I probably pulled all-nighters a lot, you know, in college, so... Um, but again, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was the best times of my life, really. Um, maybe I'll do episodes again of like, you know, my college experience more getting into detail um, about that. But yeah, it was cool. Um, as far as relationships in college, um, it was cool. I ain't never, I never had no girlfriend. I never made no girl my girlfriend in college. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying I was doing my thing, whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah, as far as that goes. So yeah, um, currently, oh, speaking of relationships, sorry. Yeah, currently I am in a relationship. I um, have been with my girlfriend for coming up on five years, actually in May, coming up on five years, um, and so. We are celebrating five years. We actually met in school. Um, we met like towards the end. So that's why I say I don't really count like that because it was towards the end. So I don't count it as like, I guess, I don't know, college. Because we were literally like 
we got together like maybe like uh, two weeks before we graduated or so like of course we we had been like talking longer than that obviously but um i think like i asked her to be my, like a week or two before we actually graduated so um so yeah so that's that about my little briefly about my college years um or kind of about like my educational background a little bit um and so fast forward to now like i said i live with my girlfriend now we live in maryland um yeah we've been in maryland six, since 2016 um we just recently moved to a new house so yeah we're enjoying that we're still like we're settled and everything i think we're just trying to adjust to like the area you know when you move you're trying to get used to like the different stores and um different routes to take and like you know stuff like that so i think that's like mainly where we're trying to like you know just get our footing um with that um i would say oh now my profession oh, let me back up i didn't even finish so in college i majored in criminal justice sorry i should have been said that i'm sorry but i majored in criminal justice um i had minors in religious studies and business um those who actually picked up closer to the end because i realized well i think i was sitting down talking with my advisor and i when we realized that i only needed like i think two or three classes to finish the business major and like another one or two to finish the religious studies um minors so a religious studies and business minor so yeah so i just went ahead and you know took the classes i needed to take and got those minors like closer to the end of my college career excuse me yeah so um after i left college um i took like a year off and then i went and got my master's degree in criminal justice um from a school called st leo um and so yeah now my job um i work as um, i've been working in armed security for about like two and a half three years um i'm actively trying to depart from um my current role um because i'm trying to i want a career um and this job that i have now there's nothing wrong with the job don't get me wrong and i'm definitely grateful for it definitely during covid and the pandemic please don't get me wrong um however right now i'm looking for i'm getting older you know um so i'm looking at more so i'm want a career um i want something that you know i could get into and i could build upon it and make it a career and possibly hopefully not hopefully i will you know move into a management role within that feet within that you know particular scope so um i do fingers crossed for me i do have an interview um for a job that i really 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 want through the state um at the end of this month at the end of october so i am really excited about that um you know i'm trying not to get my hopes up but i'm also trying to remain optimistic as well um to give you guys a little bit of a i guess a you know background a little bit in depth you know more to get to know me a little bit um you know the past you know i would say like the past year or so since i graduated my master's about a year ago so i would say since then i've went i've you know um been on you know multiple interviews for a variety of you know positions um and none of them have panned out i've applied to 
I can't even tell you how many jobs and it seems like nothing is panning out, you know. Um, and so that, it led, it did lead to, you know, a lot of frustration and not understanding and, you know, things like that. But I just had to realize that, you know, God is in control of everything. Uh, everything has already been decided. Um, my life, my job, everything, car, house, all that, you know, my life path has already been decided. So I just have to rest in that, you know, and rest in that, you know, God only has good things, you know, for of course, some things come along as lessons, you know, um, but God is never going to take you through something, um, you know, for your bad, you know, everything is always going to work to your good, even when it feels uncomfortable. God, even though it feels uncomfortable, it's to your good, you know, so I just have to, and I am, you know, more resting and trusting in that now. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I'm going to tell you guys in this first episode, um, before I get off. Oh, um, I have siblings. I have an older sister and three younger brothers. My sister has two children. My nieces, beautiful baby girls. They're not babies, but beautiful baby girls. Um, and yeah, um, I like to cook. I like to draw. If you don't, if you, yeah, you, I've been um, very artistic since I was a child. Um, my family can attest to this. I've been very artistic since I was a child. Whether it was art or poetry or some other type of, um, you know, clay, you know, um, sculptures, um, whatever um, it was, um, I was very much so always involved in some type of artwork um, on my own um, as well as in school. Um, and so, yeah, I've always been very, very artistic. Um, I've always felt like I've been really, I've just been artistically inclined um, my whole life. I, I really have an eye for um, colors and shapes and how things look and what goes together and, you know, um, things like that. So, yeah, so I've always been very, very um, artistic um, as a child. And so... Um, now you know i've delved into you know more so take i'm i'm growing into taking my artwork more serious um i am perfecting some things you know um with my craft um i am currently doing like rolling trays and i'm doing paintings um if you follow me on social media i'm sure you've seen either maybe you've seen maybe you have maybe you haven't um I'm pretty sure you've seen either a painting I've done or I've recently got into the um, tray making. So I'm not sure you may have saw that you may have not. Um, anyway, though, yeah, I'm getting into more so taking it serious because um, at first I was really that first tray I made. I don't know who saw this, but um, or who's going to know what I'm talking about. But that first tray that I made was a Bart Simpson. It was an all over print Bart Simpson. Maybe I posted like maybe like a month ago maybe it might be it might have been more than a month ago but anyway it was a bart simpson tray it had bart and pink letters in the middle and it had like all these bart pictures around it 
that was my first tray ever. That was my first tray that I ever made. Um, and I posted it and I got a lot of, and I was honestly, I do a lot of art for fun. I never, my girlfriend will tell you, I have, I have so many projects going on at home for fun. Like I'm not, you know, I'm just doing it for fun for myself, you know, not to sell it or anything. Um, so yeah, so anyway, back to the bar. So when I had posted that, um, I had got like a lot of people, you know, respond, a lot of people like responding, um, um, to us saying that they liked it, et cetera, et cetera. And my girlfriend really encouraged me to like, hey, like maybe you should take this more serious, you know, like really get serious and really like start perfecting, you know, what it is that you need to perfect and, you know, make it a little side hustle for yourself or business, you know. Um, and so um, I'm in the process of doing that. I'm in the process of perfecting my painting, perfecting my, I have to perfect some, you know, um, things that I need to do with the rolling trays and things like that. And even expand that into, you know, um, offering more products, um, with that. But right now, oh, I want to add a tidbit in here too, um, to say that anybody who's listening to you got a business or you're thinking about doing, starting something or whatever the case may be realize that you're gonna make mistakes like not of course i'm not saying make mistakes intentionally on purpose obviously but mistakes are gonna happen and i'm saying that to say like i was just saying like i'm trying to you know perfect my 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 um skill and rolling tray making and i it's um you have to use um i guess i'll call it a clear coat but it's called resin i'm pretty sure if you don't know what it is, look it up. But anyway, it's called resin. Um, and it's kind of like a thick coat of glaze, kind of that goes a hard glaze that goes um on on the surface, you know, of the rolling tray. Um, and so I was attempting to do that the other day. And the first one I did, so the bar one, the first one I did, the resin it had like a few bubbles in it. And so when it dried, of course, it dried kind of like with the bubbles in it. Okay, cool. So then I had made a second one. So I made a second one and I was trying the resin again. This was just, you know, I was trying the resin again. This was just this past week. I was trying the resin again and I was watching a video that said like, wait to let the bubbles release and the resin before you pour it. So I did, so I waited like 25 minutes and it still looked like bubbles in there. So I waited some more. Man, when I tell you when I went to go pour that resin because resin, um, you have to mix it with a hardener. So pretty much when I went to try to pour it, it was molded to the cup. So meaning it wasn't pourable at all. Um, so meaning I had waited way too long to pour it. And now I had, I had some resin, um, and I thought that it was pouring. So I did start pouring it on the rolling tray, but then it was too late. You know, uh, once I realized that I, that it was molded to the cup and that I couldn't actually like pour it anymore. Um, some of it had already gotten on the tray. So now basically that tray was kind of ruined. Um, and so I just had to kind of like start over at that point. Um, I, well, I had to like toss that one and just start over. So I just saying all that to say like mistakes are going to happen. Like, so now I know next time I can't wait that long to, you know, pour the resin, you know, so just different things when you perfecting your craft, you know, mistakes are going to happen. Um, you just live, you just live and learn, you know, you learn from it, you know, the next time I know what to do, you know, don't beat yourself up over it because it's going to happen, you know, and I think when you go into something, knowing that and expecting that it kind of makes the blows a little less, you know, a little less, um, powerful, you know, it makes it a little less powerful when you go into it, knowing kind of like, you know, 
a mistake or two is going to happen, you know, and you're going to, you're going to figure out how to fix it and you're going to figure out what to do next time, you know, to avoid that mistake. Or if it does happen again, how to fix the mistake again, you know? Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where I am, um, in my life <laughs> currently. Um, and yeah, so this episode is already a little long. Um, I didn't even mean for it to be this long, but I hope you guys enjoyed listening and uh, episode two will be released shortly. Peace.